What up, Snapback fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, my bookie has some really good Thanksgiving offers, so stay tuned for those. We talk NFL Week 11, stock up, stock down. You know the drill. Ravens, Eagles, Dolphins all lose. But we talk about it nonetheless, and then we recap NBA free agency. It was a ton of fun. Close with some Monday mailbag. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Let's get Ravens it. select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. It's on. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settlement. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? I think the three of us. Yes, three. Eagleson. Uh, I think we need to get something off our chest. Three, two, one. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck football. football. Jack, you're still in on this sport? Uh, uh, depends. We, sorry, I didn't hear the, the um, accent voice. Football or football? Because the, the one come on you Spurs. We're Tottenham's top of the lit. league. It's coming home. Tottenham's lib. No, no, no. I'm talking about the dangerous CT-ridden um, oh, political yeah. game that is the NFL. Yeah, that's, it's ridiculous that's that whack. anyone watches. That is whack. So that's what's on your mind? Yeah, no. Screw that sport and everything about it. All right. Fair I'll just leave it at that for now. Fair enough. Um, lot to tackle here. Football, basketball. Let's start with football. I actually have some exciting stuff. My no, bookie. you don't. No, you don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I do. I do. I do. <laughs> Be careful. Uh, no, I have some exciting stuff. My bookie, who's obviously a sponsor of this podcast, had they like run a Black Friday Thanksgiving special for the entire fam. So some of the some of the things they give us. Uh, first, first depositors, I believe. I'm going to have to check on that, but first depositors get, it might be for everyone, honestly, I'll check on that, get a $250 risk-free play on the early Thanksgiving game. I think that is Texans and Lions, which is convenient because nobody wants to watch that game. Exactly. But with $250 on the line, who wouldn't? So you can bet up to $250. If your team wins, cash me out. How about that? If your team loses... You got six more hours, or however long you want, to uh, bet that again. So that's exciting, number one. On top of that, they're matching deposits up to halfway. So put in 100 get 50 bucks. That's pretty solid. Um, and you got the Turkey Day free play. It's Thanksgiving Thursday. That rolls into Black Friday boosted odds. The boosted odds, I did that one day. They'll give you, like, you know, if the Ravens are plus four, they'll give you Ravens plus ten. It's nice. You get some nice CLV there. Um, and then you get a buy one free. CLV, what's that? CLV, closing line value. Hmm. Yeah. Learn something every day here. Yep. Uh, and then Cyber Monday, buy one, get one free. So I'm not exactly sure what they're going to offer there. Essentially, it's like they're giving away money so that you bet with my book. You listen to this podcast. You hear Abe and I talk about betting. If you're over 18, why not? Come through my G. Um, so that's what's going on Thanksgiving specials, which is exciting. We'll talk about that, obviously, on Thursday's pod as well. Uh, unplanned here, but a slight one-man intervention for Abe. Uh, our people's parlay. Our people's parlay. Okay, this to... isn't fair. This isn't no. fair. 
It's an intervention, brother. No, that, it's an intervention. I don't try and put this on me because I went zero and two. So because I, I wouldn't normally, and it's week eleven, and we haven't hit. It's on both of us, and we've actually kept a very strong. We're in it together, but if we're gonna look back at the numbers, last week we got three and one. Abe had the losing play. Uh, a, a few weeks ago, we went three and one. Abe had the losing play. And I don't believe that. I, I don't believe that. A few, I don't believe that a few weeks ago thing. I last week. Inter- yeah. <laughs> interventions. But, but last week was the weather. See, this is the problem, and I was with you. But all I'm saying, interventions are to better you because what you do affects me. It affects everyone, and we're no, in this together. Absolutely not. So Fuck that. I'm no. here with an intervention. And I just want to, I want to, let's look at our habits. Let's make sure we're seeing the board great. You've come to a a place in your life that's deep and dark. You're using numbers. You don't use numbers. No. So I just want to get No, that's where you're wrong. That is where you're wrong. Jack, run the tape. Eagleson, you were there. What happened this week when we went to place our people's parlay? I'll take the Lions. Fine. That's me. If PJ Walker is going to shut out the Lions, you know what? It wasn't (laughs) meant to be. Um, But what happened in the Jag-Steelers game? I go, I love the Steelers minus 10 and a half. And what mm. did you say? You said, yada, yada, yada. You threw out some numbers. You exactly. Sent me a, you sent me a tweet this morning Exactly. About Just let me pick my pick. I have Exactly. And where were you when it was time to stand up for your picks like you always do? You're stubborn. You're not stubborn anymore. And we need to have an intervention about that. So I need you to get back. Yeah. Yeah, this is on you. No, it's not. That's not this fair. Is on <laughs> Absolutely not. This Abe, there's many steps of denial. Also, you <laughs> never also, you never let me take picks that I want to take. I what did I want to take this week? Titans the, plus 6. What did you not let me take? The Titans well, plus 6 today. You also wanted to take the Eagles. So no, I didn't. those no, things I did even no, out. I, those I am oh. <laughs> we'll get into that. All right. Regardless, the people's probably went 0 1. Um, I think we do a special people's parlay for Thursday, right? Oh, 100%. 100%. Like all just Thanksgiving games, and we'll be losing by the first plate. Of, and we'll do, uh, to keep it fair, to keep it fair, because we're going to get to the night game. Right. We're not going to pick a side in Steelers-Ravens. We're going to pick an so, over-under. So maybe we just pick the first two games. We pick nope. the winner, the nope. spread winner, and the over-under of the first two games. Nope. can't be Just because we're losing, can't be cowards about it. you got to stare fear right in the eye and attack it. We're taking all three games. We just won't take a side in Steelers-Ravens because, never mind, we'll just take an over-under. How about that? All right, so which game are we going to double up on then? Because there's only three games. Why can't we just do a three-team parlay? That's not the people's parlay. Um, It is if you take all the dogs. (laughs) (laughs) So we're taking the Ravens? We'll get there on Thursday. but. Whatever. You just, you just, you just, lay, you just laid into me. I gotta get some rest. That, that was that was that was unfair of you. Considering... You don't have to feel attacked. It's an interview. No, no, I do. For our you know, best no, no, interest. no. I actually do. I do because the way that the picks went down this week in particular, because I knew I had a feeling. I was looking at the the scores before we hopped on. I had a feeling you've been like very we not me about the people. That's not right. true though. That's not true at no, all. No, but you have been very we not me. That's a compliment. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that wasn't like last year and last season we kind of used to go at each other about our picks. Yeah, you've been way too we not me, and I knew it. I knew when you went two and zero today. 
I knew it. I knew I, you would lay into me. I was rooting for the Packers. Like I wanted the I wanted it to well, lose. Well, at that I point, just... yeah, you did. It was that was selfish though because you're the Ravens. Exactly. But that's anyways. Anyways, we're gonna figure it out. We'll say some Thanksgiving. What are we thankful for? Hitting our first people's parlay incoming. I um, actually am. People's parlay doesn't count. Eight days sober from gambling. Well. You know those tweets, his claim can be disputed or something? Yeah, yeah. I may I place a future, all right? Me too, me too. Doesn't I think count. that's clean. That's I think totally that's clean. clean. That's I totally clean. What was your future? If it was on the Philadelphia Eagles, the podcast will be will cease to exist. It was on the Sixers. Ah, okay. That's fine. That's cool. fine. Cool, cool, too cool. much. It's a fake season. It's Mickey Mouse Trophy Part 2. Uh, 72 games. That's fine. My future, we'll talk about later. Uh, Stock up, stock down. Week 11, NFL. My first stock up, 10-0 Pittsburgh Steelers. You're 10-0. It's it's hard to win football. I actually thought today was a letdown game for them. I don't know why. It was a trap game. Just because I kind of thought that they were just looking towards Thursday. Exactly. And they took care of business. They have a team that's, you know... I, I. on life support to a degree coming in. And I think the Steelers have a good chance to, to knock out the Ravens. You know so, how I know you're a loser. You actually couldn't catch me dead saying a, a positive thing about the Dallas Cowboys. And you're out here whining, well, dining just, the biased. Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm just, I'm Oh, don't play that card. I'm That'll unbiased. turn real quick in the next four days. I'm unbiased. Um, Ooh, I know I'm, what you're the, doing here. This is a preemptive. I, like they're well, they're, the, the, they're the best rank. team in the NFL, <laughs> bro. <laughs> so for that, they can't go stock up. But they've won 10 games in the NFL, and only eight teams will do that this season, maybe more. But point is, it's tough to win 10 in a row. It's it's really not easy. So It's tough to win in this league, trust me. Yeah, exactly. Um, who's your first stock up? First stock up? Um, Saints. The Saints. Uh because they have a quarterback who can throw the ball. <laughs> Taysom Hill, my guy. Um, I actually started him in fantasy this week. Caused a slight bit of an uproar in my league. But don't look at me. Blame ESPN for calling him a tight end. But, like, he was Will legitimately... they shift that? Will 100%, they shift 100%. that? 100%. Okay, Yahoo, did, yeah. Yahoo didn't let it happen this week. Got it. There was, like, an it. alert that, like, they'll reevaluate after this week. And going in, like, I got shit on for starting him. Yeah. First off... Don't write a letter to ESPN, Karen. Um, and then I was watching the or game. Be, or have the wherewithal to pick him up. Oh, like, I've, I've had him on my roster. So we have like right. extra roster spots for COVID. I've had him on my roster spot specifically for this reason. Specifically. Reward good, good fantasy, man. Good exactly. exactly. Um, but no, I was watching the game and he was legitimately throwing the ball downfield and taking shots, which in New Orleans – is a little bit of a lost cause. It doesn't really happen that often. So do the Saints have their quarterback for the future? Probably not. Do I feel bad for Jameis? Yeah. But you got to like what you saw out of Taysom Hill today. So the Ravens game was on, and I didn't have Red Zone on, so most of my Taysom Hill consumption came via Twitter. But from what I was reading, it sounds like every deep ball, deep throw was underthrown. Is there an accuracy to that? Somewhat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> somewhat um he did throw a deep ball touchdown that was underthrown and got called back but it right. was a touchdown it was a touchdown. but underthrown 
Uh, but congrats come. to Taysom Hill for sometimes underthrown is perfectly thrown. His first career win There's and a safety start over top at age thirty. Um, my second like, like, I like both of us had eighteen less pass attempts in the NFL before Taysom Hill t- played today. Yeah, yeah, and he's thirty, so the future's bright for Abe and I. Stock up number two, Tampa Bay. I think the Bucks are going to be able to squeak out a win against the Rams. And Wait, you just stock up someone that didn't do anything today? Well, you didn't let me get to my second point. It was oh, just an excuse. Is there a excuse. No, no, no. Just an excuse to mention that the Raptors are headed to Tampa Bay. What a fun, exciting time. Yeah, very, very, very convenient that the Raptors head to a state where just so happens a lot of fans are allowed in the stadiums masai ujiri business decision after business decision eagles just like leon come just, through my g three hour drive you gotta catch some r- you gotta catch some raps game heck yeah nick's raps oh, yeah, yeah, my second stock up is the future of brain damage because the <laughs> nba is back a month from today that is right we can focus all of our attention to the NBA and not this political sport that is the NFL. Um, kind of feels like the NBA was just like dominating the week as is. But then mm. I look on the calendar and I see that the regular season starts in a month. So stock up because football stinks. Stock down number one. It's the three teams in the NFC East not named the Dallas Cowboys. I, I, I said on the last podcast – it was a bonus pick. Cowboys plus 700 to win the NFC East. I'm not saying they're going to win the NFC East, but I said the value was there. And the va- they could they could literally be plus 120 tomorrow. Um, I think people forgot that Andy Dalton is light years ahead of Ben DiNucci. And Carson I know Wentz. you don't like I know you don't like when I, yeah. Uh, Dalton's by far the best quarterback in the division. They have the best weapons in the division. Their defense, people didn't realize because Dalton was out, but was actually starting to play better. And what does better mean? They weren't letting up 50. They Competent. were letting up 30. Competent. Exactly. Exactly. They weren't like, Dalton isn't going to have to put up 50. Perfect example today, he had to put, to put up, up 30. 30. Exactly. Which he, he can do. Um, and if you just t- take a look at the Eagles schedule, murderers row. And then you don't really have to look at the Washington and the Giants schedule. They're just very their xfl level football teams i don't know what they are so were you were you planning on bringing up the eagles or anything later in the podcast Should I just let do you it want out? do you want to cover it now yeah no this is this is a good good opportunity for that this is a the room is clear i'm good to say what i need to in here yeah, is a safe space Wait, like you guys won't tell anyone right yeah. i hate i hate carson wentz i'm done i'm done i am done Bench him, trade him for a fifth. I don't want to look look at his stupid ass face anymore. I and then <laughs> I hate Doug Peterson. And then Doug Peterson after the game, obviously the reporters questioned him about Jalen Hurts and bringing him in, and if it's time. He said, "I think if the Eagles, if if we made the switch and started Jalen Hurts, it would send a message to this team that the season is over." And I'm here to argue that playing Carson Wentz for the remainder of the season sends a message to the team that the season is over. This guy is awful. 
absolutely is so awful. bad, bro. It's which which really my true stock down has to be Jalen Hurts. I texted it to you because with that post game message that Doug sang, like how bad this isn't like a like I, week I, six where we were talking about it, bro. Where it was like okay, like he's struggling, but like Hurts, like this is week eleven. You see Tua. Herbert and Burrow. I know it's not the same level, but you draft this guy in the second round. But it's right? also you got to look at the contracts of the quarterbacks. You know, listen, I I understand where you're coming from, and that like I don't really know what people are seeing out of Jalen Hurts because they don't tweet it because he doesn't get first team reps. I legitimately think that the reason that the Eagles are so stubborn to keep Wentz in is because they're trying to save face in regards to letting Nick Foles walk. I think that that was such a that was such a conversation when it went down. Even though obviously paying Carson at the time, like hindsight's fifty fifty, right? Looking but people back, act like paying Foles would have been a good decision. Exactly, that would have been equally Hindsight, as bad, right? Hindsight, well, he wouldn't have gotten a hundred million dollars guaranteed. He still would have gotten four for eighty, like Whatever. which even puts but you the in thing a weirder is, spot. I think that the Eagles, as a, from an optics perspective. People have been in the media so much about, oh, should have kept Nick, should have kept Nick. First off, if you go back, uh, what, a year and a half out. ago? Trotting Carson Wentz out there is not <laughs> going to ever prove that that oh, was— no, I, oh, oh, I get it. Don't worry. I'm with you, brother. I'm just saying from an outsider's perspective what's going on and the reason that Jalen Hurts isn't playing. Could it be about football? I don't know. Maybe. But everything I've seen, I is think it's— Is it too- by far the worst contract in football? Um, like I actually don't even know if it's close. Like, like well, we always—he's like, he's like the sixth highest paid now, so it's like everyone goes up and up and up. You know what I mean? Right. But the five highest paid above him, like, are good. Eagleson, find me the list of uh, the top ten highest paid quarterbacks and put it in the chat. But the point is, all right, Tannehill or Wentz? Like, Wentz is a worse contract. I think it's more money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, but but even if it wasn't, like it still is worse. Let's do. Let's pick your poison. They both suck. But my thing, dude, it's not like I'm I'm expecting anything at this point. Like when I watch the Eagles today, like did I think we were gonna win? I'm not gonna lie to you, hundred <laughs> percent. But I'm done with that. Right, you do you finally see what I was saying? It's a different Eagles team than we're used to. I would give is, you, I would acknowledge that the, they would make runs. It is the worst Eagles team of my lifetime. Wow! And somehow, I, forget it. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> no, I you wanted seen... you to because I had a counter to that. That I, I was, bro, I was finally with you. Like for for that six weeks, Eagles I've been. Are, the Eagles yeah, you guys in. would lose. No, no, you guys would lose, and then you would say, "But we're still in first place." So I found well, that's a thing a to come to the pod with. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, last season, Super Bowl champs were six and four. The Chiefs. Yeah. So, Jack, we have six losses. No, no, no that was for the Ravens. You oh. have your thing. I have my thing. Oh, congrats. But have you ever seen uh, which Batman is it when they do a scene in Heinz Field and it's like a kickoff return and the floor yeah, just caves in? With Bant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm praying that happens when the Eagles play the Seahawks on Monday Night Football because of how much I hate both of those teams. If on the opening kickoff the floor just caved in, I think the world would be a better place. So when you you made that bet that you went 2 of 5, 
are you willing to admit that that's not going to happen now? Or you actually still think that could happen? What do you think is more likely? You go 0-4 or 2-2? More likely. 0-4 or 2-2. Like, I legitimately think you guys are are horrible, and I have you at 3-10. That's why I bet on the Cowboys. Oh, you don't think we're going to win a it would be three nine and one, but yeah, you don't think we think we're going to lose out? No, 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 until the last two games against Washington. Oh, I'm so and... down to lose out. I'm so down to lose out. Yeah. Um, I just don't know. You just got a clean house in the organization. Um, I actually saw a tweet of we're at that stage where Carson Wentz jerseys are starting to be burned mm-hmm. on Twitter, and it's people are calling it Arson Wentz. Solid. It's pretty good. Need some humor. Um, no, I hate oh, his also, face. Also, speaking of the Cowboys, Des Bryant, throw up the X. He's fucking back. He looked spectacular he... out there today. Throw, throwing blocks or catching passes? No, catches, bro. He had clutch catch, too. Are you he, telling we me that Des Bryant, Des Bryant had more receptions and yards than Hollywood Brown did tonight? Infinity. In, infinity more yards. What was his stat? Uh, the Raiders already scored. Josh Jacobs. I think I think um, three Two catches, yards. probably twenty five yards. So before we move on, because I'm sure no one wants to hear Eagles Ravens anymore, um, I will say the one stark difference between the Ravens and Eagles is like somehow you guys always get help. Like if you need a team to lose, always comes through. Like the, sure. you got into the playoffs with the Bears Vikings. This year, it just continues to happen, which is why you still think you probably get in. The Ravens are allergic to getting help, which is why the Raiders will probably win tonight. We did get the Broncos, but the Eagles couldn't beat the Browns. The Colts come back 14 points. Like, it's, we never get help. We never score touchdowns. I'll count with that. <laughs> so, take what you can get. You know? All right, what's your stock up? So, I mean, stock down. Stock down. Eagles said. Eagleson, Eagleson, Eagleson. Um, one, because for whatever reason, the team that has been sucking my nipple the past three weeks, Eagleson has gotten his hopes up for that I've been breastfeeding. Um, and they lost to Drew Locke today and made him look pretty good, which is almost as impressive as not being the worst quarterback on the field or being the worst quarterback on the field when you're playing Baker Mayfield. Um <laughs> So, Eagleson has expectations. Those were crushed today. What did we tell you about those? And two, what are we benching Tua for? That send a message to him? Don't let him speak. Get in here. He'll get in at school A. Are we letting him in now? No, let him get him in here. All right, Eagleson, come through my G. Eagleson, walk me through the Tua benching and, and dumb it down for me. He sucked. Just go ahead. The entire game, he looked nervous. That's not something. That's not something we didn't already know, though. He like the game was winnable at that point where he was benched. He did not look confident at all. He was just he couldn't move the ball at all. So if the game's winnable, like it makes sense to put Fitz in for a spark. But and then literally four minutes after the final whistle, go to the press conference and say. Nope, Tua's our guy next week. Wasn't hurt. Tua is the guy what next are we doing, week. Flores? It's just they they they, need, they needed Spark just to yeah, win the that's game. That's what I'm saying. What the? And they could have. They were in the yeah, end. Yeah, I mean that worked out well. Fitz would just that worked stop out. Stop throwing interceptions. The second he gets into the red zone, he just starts. I, everyone's like, wearing the same color oh. jersey, and he's and like the, the, the throw before that. Uh, we'll stick around. 
Stick around because uh, I'm going to need you for my second stock down. It's poverty franchise in the NFL. Houston, you have a very good quarterback. We've been talking about you it. Added, you added, you changed really to very. Okay, same thing. He's I'll playing very. He's playing excellent football right now, mm-hmm. and you traded his best weapon for a box of Cheetos. They don't even sell them in boxes. That's how bad of a deal you got, and you're wasting away his best years. The Jaguars are awful. They can't even tank properly. They're going to end up with Justin Fields, who threw three interceptions to Indiana. The Bengals. You get the number one pick, you get a stud, and you can't protect him. They're, they're the definition of a poverty franchise. I'm throwing the Jets in here just because if you're going to go 0-16, I know you're going to end up with Trevor Lawrence, but you're a poverty franchise. And then really the Dolphins. Know. And then the Dolphins. They are a poverty franchise. I think we can throw because, the Lions in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, for I sure. I think we can throw yeah. the Lions in there. You I know what the scariest part about that is? They're all the, in the, the AFC. Jaguars. The Jaguars are the richest out of them. The tallest midget. Jaguars were in the AFC Championship game three years Houston, ago. Houston, you know, Houston they last traded. year. Yeah, I guess. Um, but but, yeah. but let me let me just get my rant out about the Dolphins. This is what poverty franchises do. You cannot start the rookie, say he's the guy, and you you don't have a franchise quarterback and have a spark. That's not a thing. If Mahomes is struggling in the first half, I promise you Matt Castle's not coming off the bench for a spark. Like, it's not what you do. And it just goes to show they haven't won a playoff game in two decades. Like, that's a poverty. Fr- that's got to be the longest streak in the NFL, right? No team. It's yeah. definitely uh, up there. Poverty means Cleveland, no maybe? expectations. And Eagleson's at that weird middle stage right now where he's got a little no, bit of they both. They had him. On. And Dean had him. All my Miami friends had him. They, they thought they're I winning the division, which is even more of a poverty franchise because look at the history. It's just poverty franchises. This group is different, a, though. Like, right? Uh, Abe, Abe, how every Miami. That? That, that's perfect. I've said that's... that so many times, too. Um, sorry. They are. They're building something. I agree. I agree they could be building something. But to to get your panties in a wad about these past, I don't know, three or four weeks that they've won, whatever, is just absolute No, but that's my point. If you think you're building something, don't – if you are building something – Let the rookie learn. Let the rookie learn. And make mistakes. You can't – you can't – whatever. You get it. He was hurt. <laughs> that was Goodbye. that was a tweet. Goodbye. That came, we'll that see you a, at school. We'll that was a team that uh, that was a, a tweet that came out right after. Like, oh, he might have landed on his shoulder on the Bradley Chubb set. Nope, just the poverty franchise. That's all. And we'll, we'll actually get into saw, a f- But that's why I said they're poverty. He did get hurt. Did you see the ankle injury? Mm-mm. Like he got rolled up on, and they could have easily said it was an injury. Internally, sure they they know he wasn't hurt, and they can work behind closed doors. But to go externally, I don't. It's embarrassing. Like it's like it's like saying that he wasn't hurt sends a message. No, it doesn't. Exactly. Yeah, if yeah. anything, it sends the opposite message. Right. Um, my second stock down, Kirk Cousins, because one, he oh lost, that could be one of the worst contracts. One, he lost to Dallas today, which you lose to a two-win team in the NFL. There's no way to spin it. <laughs> two, uh, we were writing in my group chat about the Eagles game today during the Eagles game and Wentz was doing Wentz shit and someone was like we just can't consider him elite one no shit (laughs) two he was like 
listen, sometimes he'll make really good plays and you think he's a guy, and then other times uh-huh. it just returned to the mean and he's nothing. And someone compared him to he's now at Kirk Cousins level. And a friend of mine who is also part of the fam and a listener to this podcast said, I would rather die than have an Arby's waiter as as my quarterback. So not only did Kirk Cousins lose to Dallas, but he's now been demoted from Applebee's to Arby's by the fam. They don't have waiters. Exactly. Kirk Cousins works the counter at an Arby's. And as of right now, Carson's not a waiter. He's a busboy. He's a busboy. Like, like, I get where you're going with that, but you guys do understand, like, Cousins is better than Wentz right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just yeah. just want to make sure. All right. There's we got no, the top. Trust me when I say this, Jack. He, not even, like, a fourth quarter comeback against the Seahawks or something or anything. And I need you to hold me accountable the rest of the way. Nothing. Nothing is pulling me back in on Carson Wentz. And Eagleson, I need you to hold me accountable as well because you would know as well as I do, I have this disease, medically <laughs> diagnosed since birth, and it's called being a Philly fan. And it makes my mind go places where I wish it didn't go. And there are certain little things that will appear as if it's monumental for me when in the grand scheme of things, everyone outside is like, dude, what? So I need you guys to hold me accountable when it comes to Carson Wentz. Do not, do not let me get back in on this bona fide. I'm the guy, I'm the guy that goes, bro, bro, it's just one drink. Right. Like, I'll have you back on that puppy. The second you beat Washington in week 16. Loser, ugly, pimple-faced. All right, here's the top 10 contract. Patrick Mahomes, Russ, Big Ben, Rodgers. Okay, obviously those four. Oh, Kirk makes more than Wentz? Dope. Yeah, but I would still I still think Wentz is the worst contract. Dak, Dak franchise tag. Not, oh, franchise, franchise tag. tag. Matt Ryan, Tano. So yeah, worst contract in in football right now. Oh, uh, that's not true. Because there are still running back contracts. That's true. That's true. That is Ezekiel Elliott has the worst contract. Is he the highest? Um, it doesn't matter. He's not good. His backup's better, and he's getting paid twenty million dollars to carry a football. Right. So he's not the worst. Worst at his position. Sure, we'll take that trophy. Worst in the league, it's not a running back. All right, fam. We're going to take a quick break. After the break, NBA. It's, it's the good stuff. We'll be right back. All right, fam. We're back. NBA free agency. Actually, wait. Before you go, I just thought of something. Yeah. You know we're not really anymore the best handicappers in the country. Why is that? There's a certain man out there by the name of James Franklin who is 5-0 <laughs> and 0 on the year. If you pay attention to James Franklin's Twitter, it usually comes out maybe Monday after a game. He tweets out a team's name over and over again, and that team has won for five straight weeks. James Franklin, hats off to you. <laughs> Didn't call the cops on that crime, that story. You think I'm letting that go. You're crazy. But best handicapper in the country, James Franklin. Maybe we get him on as a guest. Oh, my God. Um, no NBA fact. free agency started 6 p.m. Eastern Friday. It was it was slow. It was, it like, was methodical. I, it was yeah, methodical. and I didn't want it. Like, I didn't want stuff today during football. Like, I wanted everything at 6.02 on Friday. I think, we got, I think we got greedy with uh, last year's free agency. 
because it was it was such a big class and everything had like JJ Redick last year left the Sixers at six zero zero and one second. Yeah, I was like, and I kind of wanted that. I kind of wanted that. Yeah, we all. Um, Let's start off with the only place this podcast would ever start off, and that's with the Knicks and the Sixers. Uh, I'll give you the honors because I think you're actually excited about this. Plain and simple, and my disease has not kicked in right now. Daryl Morey is the winner of the offseason mm, thus far. That's... The winner of the off. When you get the Horford contract off the books <sighs> without giving away assets, that's addition by subtraction. Naturally, everyone around is going to be better without that clapping free throw loser and his sister or wife, whatever she is. She's got to shut her mouth too. Um, and then you make the Jay Rich deal. Listen, Jay Rich is probably a better player than Seth Curry for sure. But in terms of fit on the Sixers, absolutely not. Well, he's one of the most well-respected players in the league. That's a fact. And Seth Curry, which also I will never refer to, this is the last time, Steph Curry, second to last time, as Steph Curry ever again. From now on, on this show, the Warriors point guard, his name is Seth's brother. That's it. (laughs) So you bring in Seth, you finally get shooters around. By reworking the roster the way that the Sixers did and getting Al Horford's contract off the books, it makes Ben and Joel that much better mm. because they finally have pieces around them that complement their game. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't think the Sixers are done, but Daryl Morey has gotten my mind off of the Eagles. And if there's anything he can do, whether it's win a championship or not, that's enough for right now. Just getting my mind off the dog shit Eagles and Daryl. I thank you for that, and I know you're not done. Are we arguing about this, or are we just letting it go? I don't think there's anything to argue. Um, they got better. Correct. They built a better roster. Correct. We're not there yet. I'm not saying we're there yet. Right, right. And then I think to say they're not done seems... I don't know if it's necessarily hopeful, because maybe they're not done, but... I I would ask the question, what could they do? So they have the three trade exceptions. Don't ask me how those Mm. work. I just know they add up to a But time out, time out. Before we go down this rabbit hole of of small moves. Not a small move. Exactly. There's not a small move that can be made. So no trade exception. No, there are. I think we need a backup wing. I actually am looking at Nick Batum as someone I would love. But that's not making a championship contender. And right. and as it stands, this is not a championship contending team. It's not. Um, it's not. If you get Brad Beal, we can have that conversation. But I don't, I don't know. think there's it, something out there. Like, what the, I, what does a package take to get Zach Levine? Because I think he. Okay. What can a package shake? And I don't think he would and cost keep much. Tobias Harris. That's what I think. I don't but know. How, how do you fit that with the money? I know that's not your issue to deal with. but It's not my issue to deal with. And do you see how many players are on the Hawks this year? <laughs> you, you want to talk about the salary cap? Come the on. Fake it's new not, salary cap. Actually not a thing. Yeah, but, but I, as long as we're in agreement that you're not a trade exception or a mid-level exception. We're not in total a agreement. a small move away. We're not, we're not in total agreement on that. Okay. The Knicks. Yeah, let's talk about the Knicks. The Knicks. are going to be the worst team in basketball next year. That's highly likely the Knicks will be the worst team in basketball. The Knicks are in a spot where they're not getting memed, which means 
that's a really good free agency for them. Baby steps. There were there were a couple moves, and let me um, what's the word? Damn, preface the word. But yeah, preface this with there are ru- a lot of rumblings that because <laughs> of the recent moves over the over today, pretty much with this with the type of players we brought in, that they are looking to make like a big trade. A which I do not want Russell John Westbrook. Wall Russell. Yeah, yeah, that's the rumor that like Jack, your all Twitter of- is all over Russell Westbrook. I, I don't want him anymore. I don't Satire. want him anymore. Yeah. Um, but Knicks aren't getting memed, and they didn't do what these three teams did. Charlotte, Atlanta, Detroit. Let's and just, we're, we're going to start with one team. Well, actually, let's start with Detroit. Let's make fun of Detroit. Okay. Poverty <laughs> franchises in the NFL. <laughs> Dolphins, Texans, Jaguars, Bengals, Jets, Lions. Mm-hmm non-existent NBA franchises, the Detroit Pistons and the Charlotte Hornets. From now on, from now on, there are 28 teams in the NBA. If the Hawks didn't have dribble, dribble, tween, tween out the shot clock, Trey Young, they'd be out of here too. But they Nah, but Atlanta had those good years for the, like, you know, Horford. Elton Brand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Uh, Joe Johnson, Josh Smith. They were fun. Detroit Pistons drafted Isaiah Stewart. Center gave Mason Plumley the absolute <laughs> bag. Three for twenty-five. Nah, the absolute bag belongs to Gordon Hayward. We'll get into that. Um, signed Jaleel Okafor. Traded for Dwayne Dedman. Listen, you can say a lot of things about Detroit, but you can't say you're taller than them. Because the Nuggets, the Nuggets still may have that claim. They saw that Nuggets line up in the bubble, and they Set said, let's, Set let's, let's craft. Uh, yeah, Pistons, if you may find the Knicks for having too many power forwards, have a day with Keep Detroit. It. I want to see the consistency. Yeah, exactly. Charlotte, my G, I know you got to fill out your cap space, but you don't got to do it like that. What if I, I told you, what if I told you that Gordon Hayward opted out of a $34 million deal? Then what if I told you, He'd actually get more by doing that. <laughs> Technically, he's getting $30 million a year, which, MJ, my dude, what's up, my guy? Um, but because they had to get rid of the Batum contract, which was $27 million a year, or $27 million left, mm-hmm. or I don't know what it was, they still owe him $9 million for the next three years. So you had to waive Nick Batum to acquire Gordon Hayward. That will cost you $30 million for Gordon and $9 million a year for Batum, bringing Gordon Hayward up value. And I'm not a math guy, but this is pretty easy. Gordon Hayward at $39 million a year. Last summer, walk out the door, Kemba Walker. Go ahead. Walk out the door. <laughs> we found your replacement, and it's Gordon Hayward. And t- don't sell Terry Rose. You're You're trying sure to trade him. I know. I know. They're trying to um, trade him. And, and out of those two teams— the worst, Abe, the Sixers are the sixth seed this year, right? I had this conversation today. Um, genuinely, Milwaukee, um, Brooklyn, yeah, Toronto will somehow just like sneak out yeah. wins, but they'll be cute uh-huh. as shit all year. Uh-huh. And then between Boston, Philly, Boston, between Philly, Boston, and Miami, I think those three can go either way in terms of seeding. I think okay. we can be anywhere this, from This is not my six. point, though. I'm saying last year you were the sixth seed, right? Yes. How was it? 
that's a loaded question. How was it? Like the playoffs? No, 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 the whole thing. Just being the sixth seed, being in the middle of the pack in the East. Um, um like well, to you, you had title aspirations, but let's let's put it in it was, perspective. You know what? It once Ben went down, once Ben went down, how was it? Br- hey, like brutal. Not yeah, as bad awful. as watching the Eagles. Right. But okay. Bad. But somewhere in between. Okay. But bad. So congratulations to the Atlanta Hawks who have just secured the ability to thrive for the sixth seed, which they won't get to, but that is what they are thriving for. For I'm going to say the worst offseason in a very long time. Run me through their starting lineup. Trey. Trey. So their starters, it's it's unclear right Just now. Just bogey actually, and Gallo like Well, they haven't even gotten bogey yet. The Kings can match. But let's say they do. Trey, Bogey, Gallo. They have uh John Collins and Capella. It's actually like a cool five. It's fun. I'll watch some Hawks games. On the echo on the bench, Huerter, Hunter, Rondo. Reddish. Reddish. Throw him in there. It's a future all star. That's a solid ten to accomplish literally nothing. And it's not one of those scenarios where now they can go make moves and upgrade that. Like this is your team that you're betting on. You know, you're right. You're right, but they don't have any four or five year contracts on the books. So what but I'm saying, threes though. There might be they options. Gave Gallo. In the Gallo. Is that an option? I don't know. But my point is, while I'm with you, Hawks dumpster fire, absolute <laughs> cool New Jersey's great, but other than that, not much else. Um, if the Hawks can show somewhat of like real good promise with Trey, Collins, um, Reddish, Onyeka, whatever, their young core. Right. Maybe you can convince a free agent to come. I don't know what their assets look like in but, terms of But picks. not only you can do it, but then you got to move Gallo, you got to move Bogey or Capella or Rondo. Like, it's not like an easy walk in the park. I don't know. Nelson no, Aguilar no. touchdown. Is it 14 nothing? 14-7. But, like. Proud of my guy. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I I'm, just, a, I'm a I'm a big see. I'm actually gonna have trouble watching this game tonight. Two of my favorite teams ever. Let's stay on the NBA. Um, I just this is the counter, and it's that you can continue, and it's what I've been saying with the Knicks. Why I was all in on Chris Paul. Why if they made the move for Westbrook, I could come around to it. You do have to show some ability to be competitive, win games, and build towards something. You can't continue to tank and say we have two max spots. And and what they did to fill their space, yeah, Gallo, Bogey, uh, you know, eventually signing Collins, Rondo, those are better uses of cap than like what the Knicks did, where they just gave money away to play for a year to like you know Julius, and so that's fine. It's just, uh, I don't know. They're going <laughs> they're nowhere. Like, they're going. Nowhere. Yeah, they're literally going nowhere. They should if they don't make the playoffs, then we need to have a conversation. Exactly, that would be bad. Um, Michael Jordan. I would like to talk about him. Okay. Is he the MJ, as in the second coming, second worst, second best of bad executives of all time? Uh, no. So this is this is the thing. Don't give He's me the He's not M- the GM, oh, though. pish posh, pish posh. But- the GM is Mitch Kupchak. And okay. he's a UNC guy. So you know Mello. Right. Me- not Mello. Um, watch him. MJ and, and him mm-hmm. are tied at the knot. MJ had to give the seal of approval on 
drafting LaMelo Ball. You watched The Last Dance. How ignorant and my way or the highway is Michael Jordan? Especially when I, he, I hear you. Not, not I, to mention I when he agree. runs it when he, uh, in the NBA. He owns the organization. No, no, no I, I hear you. It just, there's never been like one time, a single time, where it's like you've heard MJ's name in a decision making process. No, like the you other got- week I heard I heard he gave this sign of approval to LaMelo Ball. Put it this way, let's let's change the the outlook on it. Do you think that Michael Jordan found out about the Gordon Hayward signing the same way that you and I did? No, obviously not. But I it really feels like he doesn't care. Let's just bring like it's LeBron. an investment property for him. Well, he's doing pretty shitty. Mm-hmm. Because you got to win games to make money, but mm-hmm. well, let's I mean, just we talk about. Values, we always talk about. We always talk million. about scoring, rebounding, assists, yada yada between him and LeBron. Mm-hmm. This is a stone cold fact. LeBron has shown a better ability to build a championship team than MJ has. Does MJ get credit for the teams that he won six titles on? No. Well, who did he oh. recruit? Oh, Rodman. Sick, take him. Okay, well, he won three titles with him. I was just curious. Um, okay, wait, is Bron at three or four ring? I mean, four or five? Four? Okay, four. all right. Um, Speaking that of wasn't, which. yeah, transition Lakers, Clippers, and the relevant teams in the league. Bucks, Giannis is gone because, um, after like if you play with Bobby Portis for 72 games, you, you won't want to do it again. I kind of wanted him on the Sixers, to be honest. He's like... He can defend. No, he's awful. He's like horrifically bad. I actually bad. think that... I think the by the Bucks definitely botched the bogey situation. And yeah, That just doesn't time. look good. I think they made good moves. I think they, they made... They I didn't make they, any astounding they, moves, but like they shored up their bench, which is a question mark. Did they, it. though? Because last year their bench was really good and then just didn't play well in the playoffs. Like, DiVincenzo was really good all year. George the, Hill the was way, really good so all year. they added year. good pieces to kind of remain the same. They'll probably right. win 60 games. I guess. But what did they do for their team when it gets to the so, playoffs? You bring, in Bryn, you bring in Bryn Forbes, who's a lights-out shooter, but, like, that's one guy, and you got to rely on Bryn Forbes. You think <laughs> Drew Holiday is, like, any – like, come on. There was a time where Eric Bledsoe was playing really, really good That's basketball. what I'm saying. This is not an improvement. So I'm I'm uh, bearish on the Bucks unless – they, I, it does seem like they'll make a move at the deadline, which could be a big one. Who knows? But I don't like what they did. Lakers and Clippers are the interesting one. So the Lakers, um, they got to play. It's a new rule. If you win the title, you don't have to have a salary cap. So you just, you know, whoever's I, out I, there. You know, you keep saying that about the Lakers, but, like, you realize that everybody on their team was a free agent this year. Like, their roster turnover is going to be crazy. Um. Yeah, but like when the KCP contract came out, I was like, "Wait, how do they have that after they got Schroeder three for forty? Yeah, like, yeah, that replaces Danny Green and Montrez did take a low deal, but the guys they're replacing, like Dwight and um, Javale, who they just traded, like these were all like million dollar contracts, like literally nothing. That meant they, for Dwight Howard and Mason Plumlee gets three for twenty five. Um, so, but Lakers overall, they won the title last year and they got so much better. They yes. clearly are the winners of free agency. I don't know. I, I don't think yeah. you can argue that because yeah. 
like I was saying, the, the Sixers might have made great moves for the situation they're in, but you just took a championship team, and instead of closing with Danny Green, now you're closing with Schroeder. Instead of closing with, I mean, Montrez, we know he can't let's, play defense, uh, but I'll leave the Danny Green slander out of it for now. Oh, I forgot he's on your team. Thank you. Um, Clippers counter with, apparently Montrez is terrible. That's like the new thing going around. I found that really hard to believe. I know he's not good at defense and he was The, the Montrez deal back. is why people love the NBA because it's nothing more than a reality TV show. Like, right. after all the shit that Montrez Harrell and Patrick Beverly were running their mouth all year, like, did you see there was a story that came out about it was Patrick Beverly somebody in Jordan Clarkson out to dinner last summer. Mm-hmm. And when the Paul George and Kawhi news dropped, they were at um, Carbone in LA, mm-hmm. which is a nice Italian restaurant. Mm-hmm. And this is a true story. Pat Beverly jumped on the table, <laughs> literally jumped on the table at a five-star Italian restaurant screaming, I, j- I, I just won the effing championship. <laughs> Montrez was running his mouth all year, and I get it. It was the crosstown rivals. The, the Clippers are the new guys in town. It's LeBron. You, you, that's the type of energizing player they are. But the fact that Montrez did all that and just picked up and said, peace, I'm trying to win a ring. Like, I'm out. I want to go play with LeBron yeah. is, is the first reason of why everyone loves the NBA for its drama. Like, you see Patrick Beverly tweeting that he didn't know. Like, It's why they hate it, though, because there's no like petty like Kevin shit. Durant. Yeah, like the Kevin Durant. No one cares. They're just ring chasing at this point. It goes both ways. I hear what you're saying. Um, I do think, you know, the move to get Ibaka and, to you know, they re-sign Mook. And you kind of said, like, yeah, weird things happen in the bubble, right? And I do think, to a degree, people are forgetting about this Clippers team. They're, they're still, like, a an excellent team. I would love They're still to, the second favorite to win the title. Right. I would love to partake in some form of game with, like, Twitter. Because, like, the overreactions, the Clippers, like, blew a 3-1 lead in the bubble where weird shit was happening. And, like, all of a sudden, Paul George is the worst player ever. Like... If Paul George came to that's the Sixers, why, I'd be picking the Sixers to win the title. Have already, like, I think he's that good. Have already ran through trade scenarios trying to get him. Way exactly. Ahead, way ahead of you. So, that's why I was so like, why is the whole Doc Rivers like leaving thing? I think that people well, are too inclined to blow it up. that's because he's a bad up. coach. Okay, and just that's just not true. I mean, it is. If you look at it, he's a bad coach. He has a title. So, so the one team that didn't make a move is the Nets and they're sitting in a spot similar to the Sixers and they have talent, but it's not championship like winning talent. Could it get through the East if they got hot? Sure. But it's not beating the Lakers, but, but the talks about Harden have kind of calmed down and I don't know if he's necessarily out there available anymore. I like the pickup of Christian Wood, although I'm not a big fan. I think it's perfect for them. So I don't think they really made a big move. Um, Nuggets, I like what they did. The Blazers, actually, people are saying, might have had the best uh, offseason so far. Between yeah. they, they really shored up their defensive rotation. And they were a pretty good team last year, pretty injured, though. They get There's Canterback. one team I want to talk about. Who's that? Danny Ainge is the most overrated GM in basketball. <laughs> the Boston awful, Celtics bro. got worse. Got worse. The Boston Celtics... Did they? Wait, why? You let Gordo go for nothing. Right. 
Tristan what does Tristan Thompson do for you? So there's they, they, they did they did their their Achilles heel last year was their bench. Didn't do anything for that. Oh. Brad Wanamaker walks out the door. Well, and now he was you, terrible. And now you have a team of a starting five of Kemba, Marcus, Smart, Tatum, Brown, and Tristan. It's a good five. Yeah, I take until over you, the Sixers. <laughs> until you play zone against them. That's not a three point shooting lineup. You'll let them they're, Wait, they're, what? What? Hundred percent. What? Hundred percent. Kemba. What are they're, you they're, talking about? They're scorers. They're not knockdown shooters that you can't leave open. They're not knockdown, but you cannot leave Jason. I mean, Jason Tatum and Jalen. What? No, you play. That must. Be, that might be the best starting five of shooters in the East. I can't fact check you on that at the moment, but no, I mean, absolutely. look, the Bucks scorers. better than the. Scores, no, maybe. bro, bro, you're out of your mind. That's that was an off base statement. Nope, that nope. the team is good. Um, they need to, but they can still make moves. I agree with you with Ainge. It's the fact that they're just letting people walk for nothing that makes no sense. Like, like just because you just Danny, can't do that. just because Danny Ainge is always close to getting somebody. Like the guy fleeced Billy King in the Paul Pierce Kevin Garnett, and he fleeced Brian Colangelo. Two of the dumbest people in NBA history and now he gets credited as some savant because he had all those picks he's starting to get the back his biggest signings were Kyrie and Gordon Hayward gone yeah screw Danny Ainge Monday mailbag winners and losers of free agency from Pedro Washington in Flick Sports chat use code snapback Uh, my winner um, I'm gonna go with the Lakers best team got better and the losers I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Charlotte, because what are you doing? I really can't argue with any of that. It's right in plain sight who won <laughs> and who was absolutely out of their skull moronic. Yeah, like the Hawks thing is more so, what. like I said, I'd rather do that than nothing, but what are you doing? Right. You're up? Uh, I just said. I just said. Oh, exact oh you're same with thing. me. Oh, yeah, okay. no, there's literally right. no arguing. All right, uh, in a seven-game series, if the Lakers keep AD, which, can we talk about it? No. I, I just want to talk. We'll talk Wednesday. I just want to talk. I don't – what's going to change? Is he on vacation? Like, they they know the cap. What is taking so long here? I don't have like, that answer. Because you, know, you know that – like, you could tell me all the different options for Anthony Davis, and you know nothing, with all due respect. Listen, man, you're right. Something is weird, all right? I don't agree with that, but what do you want from me? No, no, no. I just, I don't get it. Like, unless he is literally on vacation and doesn't want to think about it, um, I just, I just don't know. So... Um, if that if that's what puts your head on your pillow at night, all right. Look, the Knicks have space. Last question, Derek Hungry. Do the Steelers have a chance to go undefeated, yes or no? No. I think there's either a letdown game or a bench our starters. We don't need it at the end of the right, year type right. deal. Mm-hmm. And they could lose to Baltimore on Thursday. Yeah, They got two tough games, but the rest of their schedule is easy. It's Who Ravens am I to say, at the Bills. After, as, as you and I have done the people's parlay for two years and can't hit a four-team parlay, who are we to sit here and say a six-team parlay the Steelers every week the rest of the way can hit? We can't. Yeah, we definitely can't. 
right, fam. That is the app. We'll be back before Thanksgiving. Eagleson actually doesn't have school off this week because of uh, he's in Canada. They don't do a regular Thanksgiving, but we will hear from him on a little school on Thursday. So much love. Peace.